world's becoming a dangerous place for us women. Lipstick Bodyguard looks just like an innocent little lipstick, but it'll instantly drop any attacker to his knees so you can get away unharmed. Lipstick Bodyguard, fear no evil. Get yours today, only at LipstickBodyguard.com. called the Sweetheart Scam and it's gaining popularity among cyber criminals whose primary target is unsuspecting seniors. It's unusually cruel, amazingly effective and is rendering international law enforcement agencies helpless. Diane's guest this week, a personal security expert who will share tips on how you can protect yourself and your aging parents from being victims. Parents are hard to raise, helping families grow older together without losing their minds. I'm elder care expert Diane Berardi. So we have a special guest here today in the studio, nationally recognized personal security expert Anthony Calandro. And he's here. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me, Di. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Um, he's here to tell us there's um, a lot of n interesting and new news on Internet scams. So uh, we want to help you be aware of them and also so that you can um, guard your parents against any scams that may be happening that we're not aware of. So can you tell us what's new? No. Uh, <laughs> yes. Actually, you see how it goes full circle? When, when parents have chil children, they have to babysit their children's social media presence. And now we have parents like us with older parents that we have to monitor their social media presence because they're so susceptible to scams. So Lieutenant Uzzolino from the Woodland Park uh, Police Department told me last week that they're getting more and more complaints of people getting ripped off, identities getting stolen because uh, they're getting older and they're not on their game and they're allowing too much of their personal information coming up. Oh you know gosh. those phishing yeah. scams come where you get an email, you know, you're, yes. you have to enter your, uh, your password now or right. your credit card. People are doing it. I, yeah. and, and there's just so many things that as, as adults now it's kind of hard, but you need to look at what your parents – or whoever you're taking care of, you need to check out their computer, see what's going on, make sure they have a firewall, you know, uh, put some soft protection software, if you know, uh, for uh, spam, right. spam okay. software in there. Uh, maybe get rid of a few of their email addresses, but it's, it's really, really getting bad now. Uh, and some of the things is you should make sure that you should go on your parents' social media profiles if they have them. Like, I'm 57. I have Facebook, Instagram. I don't know how to use Snapchat, but I have it. Uh, like, make sure they don't have their older personal information in their profile because they can unsuspectingly do that. Right. You know, it should yeah. be, there should be diversionary stuff. And you could go on their profile and change it. You know, if their computer's logged on, you don't have to re-enter the password. Okay. While, while they're doing something in, in the shower or they went out to, you know, play cards or something, you can change it around a little bit. Okay. Uh, if, if you can't get them to do it directly, there's ways to do it indirectly. Uh if they use a credit card for online shopping, okay. you should limit 
the amount that could be charged on that credit card. That's a good idea. All right. Yeah. Don't let them just use their American Express or Visa with no credit limit. Uh, I use only one credit card for all my online purchases that the, my Amazon account and everything is attached to. And I have limits, and I get alerts on my phone. You can get alerts on your phone for your parents' charging. Okay. Okay. You can set it up where you're the one. You can tell my dad, I need to do this. You know, for the bank, we need it. Uh, this way, if you see, you know, you see an Amazon, Amazon charge for $73, okay. And then when you go to your house, parents' house, you can check it. But if you see an Amazon charge, you know, for 1700 right. or a weird mm-hmm. charge, you can intercept it at yeah. that point. Um, have you have you seen this more and more going on? Oh yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you know, I he- sometimes you know I'm talking to people and they'll tell me things that you know they do and I'm like, no, you can't do that. No, don't do that. You know, they're very. You find you know people in their in their 80s, their 90s, even in their 70s. Sometimes they're just so trusting of other people. You know, yes. they were brought up in a different generation, so they just don't they don't see that somebody could be scamming them really you know or they genuinely think people are trying to help them which you know some people may but they they don't they don't see what could really be happening you know they're very trusting and they're trusting of whatever they do you know they don't realize online or or if they're talking to someone someone rings the bell you know and a lot of times they're they live alone, so they're kind of they're lonely, you know. So they don't mind talking to people. You get a lot uh, in elderly communities where people just ring the doorbell, you know, and say, "Oh, I can fix your roof," or but you just have to pay me up front, Correct. you know, to do that. Or um, people call on the phone, you know, with different scams. Or people, you know. They hang signs up, I can fix this, or I can do this, or I can be a caregiver for you. And that uh, that's a big one where people come in and, and they, tr- you, you know, your mom or dad starts trusting them and they become almost like a son or a daughter, you know, doing things for them and they start giving them their bank accounts, you know, or saying to them, oh, yeah, go to the bank or they write checks or say do this or, you know, and and that person will say, oh, you know, I need a new roof, oh, but I can't afford it or just different things, you know. So we want to make sure that we can help children be aware of all these things so they can help their parents be aware too. But it's a hard thing to come in, like me at, at 57, I can imagine at 77, you know, a 30-year-old person's trying to tell me how to control my finances or my social media presence or my online presence. I mean, think about this for security. Mom or dad is going to have most likely a desktop or a laptop computer that's on all the time with the passwords already loaded. If two people came in the house, if a caregiver is trusting, when mom goes in the shower, I can go online and get all the passwords. Their ah, accounts and everything. Okay. All right, because they didn't shut their computer off. So you should have your parents' computer. It should go to sleep and lock after like five minutes, which is easy to program for any computer. You always need a passport, uh, a password to start it back up. Okay. Because most, I, I know older people just leave it on. They do, and Leave it right? unlocked all the time. Yeah. But a caregiver now can go in and they, you know, you have stuff bookmarked, bank accounts, emails, transfers, right. social media stuff. There's and then this is how they get info when they do these scams where they call up and say, you know, your grandson was in an accident. We need. They know the grandson's name. They know everything. Because you can't get that from pictures off a wall. Right. But if you're on social media, oh, this is my my huh, grandson exactly. Christopher went to Europe for the summer. Boom, your grandson was in an accident in Europe. You have to wire us. I need your credit card right now, $5,000. There's right. just so many ways to uh, 
to catch, like if their social media, if their birthdays are on there. We talked about this scam for years and years. If I see the old lady next door to me, if I see tomorrow's her birthday, I could put a disguise on and, and be a flower delivery guy. Right. And she's going to open the door for me. Because she she's going to think somebody sent me sent her flowers. Right. And I didn't know it was her birthday except uh, it was on hers. My birthday is a month and a day off from my real birthday on ah, my internet okay. presence, you know? Okay, right. So a lot of people, they just, again, they just put everything in. They don't realize what the ramifications. Like, what if your mom posted up leaving for Texas for the next two weeks? Right. And then starts posting Texas. Other people that follow her are going to say, oh, she's not home, and I can go rob the house now. Right. So right. we always say it's best to post the vacation pictures on your return. Okay. When you're back home, idea, you right. know. Uh, so, but again, somebody 70, 80 years old might not be thinking that way. And I see more and more elderly people using smartphones and iPads. I think right. it's great. <laughs> it is. Right? right. But again, it opens this whole level of exposure now uh, for scams. Yeah, definitely. And so I think that uh, it's your obligation to go over them with it. And sometimes a good approach is to use a third party story. Go talk to your mom and dad and say, you know, Mrs. remember Mrs. Smith, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Last week, she was ripped off this Internet scheme that did this, this, that, and that. So I think it would be a good idea if we tighten up your passwords. Even if you made the story up. Great idea, But just yeah. set that reality in their head like, wow, okay, if it could happen to her, it could happen to right. me. Uh, or, you know, I was reading somewhere that this is the new scam that, that's going on. So you want to... Uh, you want to reinforce that all the time, but you should have access. You should say, be able to say to the elderly person you're taking care of, say, listen, if something happens to you tomorrow, I need your passwords. Right. Okay. So I need access to your passwords, and that will give you time, even if you went on your computer at home and you logged onto their account and changed their – like maybe make their Facebook profile private instead of public. Maybe they didn't know to do that. Facebook automatically defaults public profile. Okay. So everybody can right. see it, right? Right. So maybe you want to have it set up private so only friends can see it and not friends of friends. Okay. You know, anything you can do to restrict that is extremely important. You know, you don't see too many old people checking in like with Foursquare, just checked in at ShopRite, just checked right. in at yeah, Whole Foods. No. <laughs> so, so that's okay. And the other thing is you don't see many old people walking distracted with a phone. No, that you don't. You know, right. which, which is really good. But I would imagine you're going to start seeing it. You know, when I approach, God willing, 60s and 70s, I will be a distracted walker because <laughs> I'm attached to this, you know, this brain drain we call a smartphone. Uh, but, you know, they have um, two-step authentication now, like Google and everything uh, has it, where when you log on to a site and you go to buy something, yeah. you get a notification on your phone if it was you that purchased it on the computer. It's called two-step authentication. Okay, that's Apple good. has it for Apple purchasing, too. Amazon just started doing two-step authentication. You can actually have it where it goes to your phone. Your mom goes to purchase something, and you get the authentication and it just wants you to click a yes or no okay and it, it, you can hold it indefinitely but you can call your mom up and say ma i just got a charge came through for 350 dollars for acme roofing was that you right okay yeah the guy's here now he wants a deposit really put him on the phone right you know so there 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 are ways that you can do it okay perfect so i want you to work on that there's going to be a test next time <laughs> I always use, I always say, let's try to use that third party. Yes. That works a lot. Yes. I, you know, so it's not just, you know, my, you, you have to them. do this. Yeah. Correct. Exactly.
I want to tell you about my friend Katie. Katie is a nurse and she was attacked on her way home from work. She was totally taken by surprise. And although Katie is only five feet tall and 106 pounds, she was easily able to drop her six foot four, 250 pound attacker to his knees and get away unharmed. Katie wasn't just lucky that day. She was prepared. In her pocketbook, a harmless looking lipstick, which really contained a powerful man-stopping aerosol propellant. It's not like it was in our grandmother's day. Today, just going to and from work or to the mall can have tragic consequences. The FBI says a violent crime is committed every 15 seconds in the United States, and a forcible rape happens every five minutes. And chances are, when something happens, no one will be around to help. It looks just like a lipstick, so no one will suspect a thing, which is important since experts say getting the jump on your attacker is all about the element of surprise. Inside this innocent-looking lipstick is the same powerful stuff used by police and the military to disarm even the most powerful armed aggressor. In fact, National Park Rangers use the very same formula that's inside this little lipstick to stop 2,000-pound vicious grizzly bears dead in their tracks. It's like carrying a personal bodyguard with you in your purse or your pocket. Darkness brings danger. Muggers and rapists use darkness to their advantage. We all know what it's like to be walking at night and hear footsteps coming at us from behind. Who's there? If it's somebody bad, will you be protected? Your life may depend on it. My friend Katie's close call needs to be a wake-up call for all of us, myself included. Pick up a lipstick bodyguard and keep it with you always. You're listening to Parents Are Hard to Raise. Now, thanks to you, the number one elder care talk show on planet Earth. So we've, I've been hearing a lot about now this uh, sweetheart scam. Mm. Oh, I got something better for you to tell you before you get into that sweetheart scam. Okay. So this elderly couple went to a fertility doctor, and they were in their 70s. And the, they walk in the office, and the doctor said, how can I help you? And the husband said, well, doc, we've been trying for about a year to have a baby to, and no success. So the doctor says, well, you guys are in your 70s. Why, why would you want to have a baby now? And the husband said, we both worked in our own businesses all our lives. We worked 24-7. Now we're in our 70s. we got a ton of money. We're retired. We figured it would be the perfect time to have a kid. So the doctor kind of sensed their sincerity. He took them serious. So he said, all right, here's what I need you to do. I need you to collect a semen specimen and bring it to my office within a half hour of collection tomorrow. <laughs> and he gave them the sample jar in a bag. They left. Doc goes back to work. The next day he comes in the office, 8.30 in the morning, cup of coffee in his hand. And there's the elderly couple sitting in the waiting room. The husband's got a folded specimen bag on his lap. And he, he remembers them. So he goes, come on in, come on in. So he brings him in the office, and uh, he opens the specimen bag, and the specimen jar is empty. And he says, uh, what happened with the collection? And the husband says, Doc, let me tell you the time we had this morning. First I tried with my left hand, then I tried with my right hand. My wife even tried with her mouth. We can't get the damn lid off. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> See, you thought it was going to be dirty. But it wasn't. (laughs) I'm like, what is he going to say? My mother said the same thing. My mother was like, I can't believe he's telling me this joke. (laughs) And then it turned out clean. So you can share that with anybody you want. So that's good. Okay. (laughs) So 
So, um, have you heard, have you been hearing about this sweetheart's scam? Yes, I have. And yes, I have. So, what do we do? What can we... Well, well here, I guess we should tell them what it is first, huh? Here's the deal. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, sweetheart scam is uh, somebody contacts you online. They use a fake picture. They're usually from out of the country. And they attack your, your loneliness and yeah. your ego. You know, so it's me. Hi, my name is Mary. My husband passed away young. And I got this, you know, uh, I'm so lonely. And it, it, they, they cultivate. These people are professionals. And then they hook you, and then what they'll do is you've never met them yet, but right. you exchange photos, right? And, oh, I talk to my friends about you, and we can't wait till we meet, but I live in, you know, I live in Canada, and you're in New York, but we're going to meet eventually once I get the money to meet. They can prey on you for the money to travel to meet you. Uh -huh. okay. They can say that their child was in an accident or someone is really sick, and this scam, this sweetheart scam, is like over ninety percent successful. Really? Yes. Oh my gosh! I would. They prey on older people. I would imagine. Yeah, people you're who, lonely. You're lonely. Yeah. You, you, you and lose so. your spouse of fifty or sixty years, and now all of a sudden you have this. And they're smart. You know, they see the guy's profile online. If the guy is seventy, they don't have a thirty-year-old girl do it. They'll have like a fifty-eight, sixty-year-old woman do right. it. Right. So it's still kind of age-appropriate. Right. But it boosts the ego of the man. Sure. And and that what they do is they use such creative writing. You know, that they slowly reel you in and they build your confidence level. And as a caregiver uh, for the elderly, you have to listen to what they're saying. If you go there and, you know, and the mom says, oh, I just met this guy, Jim. He seems so nice online. Right. The, the antenna has to go up immediately. Right, online. And then exactly. you got to start asking questions. Where does he live? What does he do? How did you, you know, are you guys talking? Because the next step is you're going to see large amounts of cash coming out of their accounts. I'm telling you. Right. Okay. Definitely. Because there. Did you meet him? No. No. Right. Oh no. We've been communicating online. Correct. And we're going to meet at some point. Yes. That's that's the telltale signs for the sweetheart scam. I'm telling you. You have to. But it's up to you to talk. Now they might feel embarrassed. Like maybe. Uh, uh, you know, Sandy, your parents were married for 50 years, and then your mom passed. Your dad's alone. He doesn't want you to know. Right. He's communicating with somebody you, you understand that so, happens a lot yeah yes. they want to kind of keep it a secret and it's their own little thing they can't wait for you to leave but you can you can look for signs you can also see if they're using the computer if they shut the computer off or you know uh, turn the screen off when you come by or something like right. they're or, or all of a sudden if there's a big personality change like they seem to have more spring in their step right. okay. like you know they're shaving every day instead of every third day now you know and they're bathing this, correct, correct, i didn't <laughs> want to go there <laughs> We we. I didn't want to go there. But my, my listeners know sometimes we parents they don't want to bathe every day, but then suddenly they are. So okay. Yeah, yeah because there they would they're be signs. because they're feeling you know they're feeling their oats and they're right. feeling like oh uh, you know um so you got to look for these signs and most of them we don't you know the telltale signs we don't uh, we don't look for and right. uh, so they're there and you, again this is why finances you should be getting. Um, the information if there's any transfers of funds or anything it's important uh, to keep track of that because all of a sudden they'll be done it's not a bad idea if you go to the bank if they have you as a co-signer or what what is it called when you can um, power of the attorney power of attorney right Financial have power all of their stuff that they use for online and banking limited to one account and use a feeder fund where you're the one that moves the money out of the their major 
bank account and moves money into this account that has that credit card. Okay. So maybe at any given time, there's no more than $10,000 available. You know exactly what's in there, so right. So that's the okay. most they can drain. Okay, you know? right. Uh, that's something that I would do, you know, and you just move the money from that one fund to the other when you get the bank statement electronically. Again, if you have power of attorney, you can get copies of the bank statement. You can have access to the online accounts. It's it's almost turns into one of these things where every morning when you wake up and have your coffee, you should be you check the weather and you should be checking mom's or dad's account. Right. And okay. see what's moving in and out of the account, I think. But the online the, the sweetheart scams are are prolific. I've seen uh like on American Greed where uh women got scammed out of millions of dollars. Really? Yes, from from sweetheart scams and never met the guy. Oh my god. But transferred all the money over but never met the guy. Again, it's a it's a whole play. It's just like this romantic thing, like Casanova steps in and makes the woman feel so good or the the woman steps in, you know, black widow so to speak right. and makes the man feel like he's uh, he's he's important again. You know, imagine if you if you were married for 50 years and your spouse passes away, now all of a sudden you feel like you're 30 again. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of hard to see the disingenuous part of that. You know, right. you, you know, it's a fake person, fake pictures. They're not going to want to hear it. So you have to do detective work. You got to be on their computer. You got to have access and controlling the finances, but but not controlling the finances. Your right. mother or father doesn't know, doesn't have to know that you're restricting their funds. Right. They have them there, but you could just say to them again, "Mom, Dad, there's so many scams out there. Right. This credit card and this your online stuff is going to be attached to this account." Right. Okay. That's it. You know, and all everything else try to do online banking where you transfer the funds or whatever, but and they'll always have money there. Every time they check, they could have ten thousand, five thousand, whatever you want in the account, but never more than that. Right. So this way they're not scammed because you'll hear stories of people being scammed this, out of this, all their money. This one story you had was she sent uh forty five thousand dollars and then another one seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah. Because they keep needing more and more correct. things. I yep. Correct. Okay. And you you play into that person's uh, compassion and weakness and uh, sense of being, and, oh, I'm going to take care of this, and then I'm finally going to get to meet him or her, and we're going to have this perfect relationship. And, you know, at that age, it's not about the, it's not the sexual thing. It's the, want, I want to be loved. Right, exactly. You know, I, wa I want to, yeah. companionship is right. what carries yes. through the most. right. And so it's important that you, uh, you you get all their passwords and serial numbers, I'm telling you right now, um, and go on their profiles. Make sure they don't have a, a email addresses you don't know about either. Like they might have a Gmail on their phone or something right. that you're not monitoring. Okay. So you got to like... Yeah, you, you don't think about things yeah, like you that. You really got to do know. some good detective work. Yeah, you really do. I mean, you, you know, I've had clients, you know, who... Um, they didn't meet someone online, but they met someone, uh, you know, in person somewhere. And it's the same thing. They they came and they decided, oh, uh, you know, I'll move in, mm. you know. And then they start be having access to their bank accounts or getting reverse mortgages. I mean, and then the children can't, there's nothing they can do, you know. I mean, they're, they're, they're uh, signed up on their mortgage. They get a reverse mortgage on their bank accounts. I mean, it's just... It's kind of, it's crazy. So, you know, we have to really watch. And it's tough because, you know, like my parents are, they, 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 um, 
aside from a little bit a little forgetfulness, you know, it'd be it's kind of touchy yep. to say, okay, this is what I want to do. You know, there's scams out there, and I just want to, you know, sh- make sure nothing happens or whatever. So you have to kind of, but using that third party story, I Correct. think is probably that probably would help to work with my parents, you know, because my father would be like, but I know what I'm doing, no, you know, but but my father will, you know, uh, he he's mindful of a lot of things but yet somebody will ring the bell and say oh you know i noticed you might need a new roof and so he'll go outside with the person and spend you know 45 minutes outside you know with the guy and i'm thinking i you know my mother will tell me after the fact i'm like well he didn't give him a check he didn't do he didn't give him a deposit no we he was thinking about it you know so Hmm. but again imagine being self-sufficient all your life and now to have a child yes. or a caregiver come in and say i want to take control of this i want to take control of that the one thing you can say as as the daughter you could you'd say to your parents you listen it's not fair you're leaving a lot of pressure on me if something was to happen to the two to you tomorrow you're going to leave me totally in the dark just let me have the backup let yep. me you know yeah. just make me a part i don't need to take it over but if something was to happen to you guys tomorrow i can step in and handle it right and, and make sure everything's taken if something happens to you i can help mom if something happens to you i can help dad you know back and forth right. so play that off of each other you know uh now it's also sometimes it's hard because some people have kids that aren't the best kids right. in the world <laughs> no. and you know they right and yep. they don't want to entrust them in that and that's where you're going to need someone else that has power of attorney i mean that's 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 a a, a a real situation that you have to think about. Yeah, so. there's so many variables. There's so many things that go on. But, you know, we always want to make our... We try to make everyone aware of anything, you know, that's happening. Any other... Um, tips and tips stuff? Tips and stuff? Uh, again, they're, they're male. Make sure, you know, a lot of stuff can be done electronically now. So bank statements and stuff don't have to be mailed. They can get sent to you electronically. This is another way to work things through your parents. You can say to them, now, your father's still on point. If he if he was a little more forgetful, you could say, Dad, just got a letter from Bank of America. They're going to wireless statements, so you have to help me set it up for you. Uh, Even though they're not going right. to wireless statements, you set it up for them. Great uh, idea. Bank yeah. of America, too. They're, everything's going wireless. You know, this newfangled computer stuff, Dad. <laughs> That's a good idea. And you yeah. can get everything, and now you can control it. And you say to your father, listen, I'm gonna passwords are going to be here, and if you want to access them, you know, so we both have them. And if you want that every month when the statement comes electronically, I'll print it at work, and I'll bring it here for you to look at. It's a great segue yeah. to get them to that next level where you're starting to take control or not mo- – not necessarily taking control, but overviewing it. Right, because then, you, yeah, you do. You need to do that. Correct. Right. So, I mean, you could do everything that way, public service bills, cable TV, everything, and just tell them that this is, you know, oh, you have 60 days. And you want to hit you want to hit an older person, especially people from the Depression era, say, oh, if you're going to mail it, they're going to charge $10 extra a month. Yeah. <laughs> it's free if it's electronic. <laughs> right. Watch how that works. Sandy, right, watch how that works. Right. Said, oh, sign me up right now. Okay. All right. So I'm I'm telling you that's right. the no, angle right. that's the yeah. angle you have to use that's and uh you can do it with today on my, I don't get anything in and I don't get anything in the mail now anymore. Right. I get junk mail. Yeah. So again, play the people out that way and get them on board and you can control everything from there. Now you'll have the password. Right. And you give again you give your mom and dad the password, but now you have it and you can set it up with your email address to get alerts, not their email address to get alerts. 
you know, everything should be yours. And if you want it, set up a different email, like mom and dad at, you know, gmail.com right, or something, right. and you'll know where it's coming from. You know, uh, older people, if you get somebody, I guarantee you, if you took an 80 year old woman and set her up on a social media page, her password would be password. <laughs> right? And her username would probably be her name. Her name, right. You know, yeah, right? I mean, yeah. really, the most popular password is password. The second most popular password is password number one. Oh, my God. It's, it still is. It's wow. the first thing hackers try. Yeah. They try password. And for admin, it's admin or admin one. Oh, my Does gosh. It for administrator logins right. and stuff. Okay. Because yeah. people are lazy. Right. And a, an older person would be, oh, no one would ever guess that. Yeah, they don't you know, think Everybody's that. using numbers and letters. <laughs> I'm going to use password. Yeah, right. You're right. And yeah. uh, so I would definitely, uh, again, play them out that way. And uh, the scam like that, again, the sweetheart scam is a tough one because I would imagine 70% of the elderly people would not share that relationship with their family and That's, loved ones. It is a tough one because they don't want someone to think, I can't take care of myself, yeah. or they're embarrassed, you know, that it happened to them. So look for the signs, like, like, uh, like, like Diane said, if they're showering more, yeah, I mean. danger signal. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow, that went quick. We really. So my survival tip of the week is if you can take your parent out for lunch or for dinner and just have a quiet time with them. Enjoy their company. Or if they can't get out, just sit down with them and just share a meal and just talk. Try not to talk about, uh, you know, their their uh, health or any anything or you you caregiving or your job or whatever just try to be uh, a parent child and talk about you know just fun things happy things mm. so if this week's show was helpful to you and it really was Anthony we we'll have you back again because Anytime. all the information you give us is great it's relevant and it's really important and it's helpful because we may not know these things. So please, subscribe to the show using iTunes. Tell your friends, tell family, tell anyone. Please, <laughs> anyone you think that would be helped by the show. Uh, please remember, we're now on iHeartRadio as well. You can find links to the topics we just talked about in the show notes for today's episode. Episode 47, apparentsarehardtoraise.org. I'm here to help you, so please tell me if there's something you're struggling with, and I'll try my best to include it in a future show. Email me at dianeaparentsarehardtoraise.org. You can reach me through my website, dianeberardi.com. You can follow me on Facebook at Parents Are Hard to Raise Podcast, and I tweet at Jersey Elder Care. Parents Are Hard to Raise is a Countersink Media production. The music used in this broadcast was managed by Cosmo Music, LLC, New York, New York, under license of Broadcast Music Incorporated. Thank you so much for listening. See you again next week. Mm-hmm.